Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. Come on in, sit down, relax, pull up a chair, have yourself a Chrono Trigger Orchestral Soundtrack. Chrono Trigger Orchestral Soundtrack, copyright 1995. Sit down and relax. It's Gamer's Ledge Podcast. A conversation between friends, a look at the video gaming industry, a look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer, and a conversation amongst friends, if I didn't say that already. Speaking of our friends joining us this week... You keep saying that F word. I want you to slow down there. I'm not sure if I'm ready yet. <laughs> Non-consensual friends for 17 years. Starting with Dave. Cheers. You never start with me. Sorry. <laughs> That's because Duro's not here. <laughs> Next to him, from the Great White North, it's Kate. I'm not naked. <laughs> That's what she said? No, wait. Joining us from the quicksand of southwest Wisconsin, it's Matt. Save me! You, know, you could just tilt your laptop. I could, back but I'm not. I'm, not I'm, I'm naked under my clothes. All right, then. And, of course, <laughs> joining us all the way from... Lakeville. Ozarks, it's Turo. Ah! The internet package writes snails from there. That's right. And I, of course, am one of your hosts, Mark, as well. Oh, I uh, joined just in time. To talk about this week, uh, let's go around the room, see what everybody's been up to. Turo, let's start with you. No Batman, which is weird. Uh, no Batman, but Batman yeah, no loves Batman. you. I know he does. No, he loves justice, or just ice. Uh, working my butt off, trying to make as much money as I can for the trip Going to see you. <laughs> so that's fun. And, uh, yeah, that's in two weeks. symbol for docking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I'm just saving a bunch of money because I already have a bunch of stuff planned to do while I'm out there, and I keep finding more stuff to do. So, yeah, just working my butt off, saving money. Uh, I did play a little bit more Pokemon um, and that game called Life. Yep. The board game? No, the the real game, the the oh. boring one, Got it. the two two and a half star one. Shenmue. <laughs> Did you look for sailors? Ah, <laughs> uh, Dave. Yes. I know you've been playing something. We 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 played some games. Yes. Well, sort of. <laughs> um. Yeah, and we've um we've been baking. <laughs> a lot, because I do that. Cookies, not meth, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Or the oh, meth into see, the cookies. I'm in the Ozarks, so I'm like, oh, all right, making some side money. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I did a uh, blueberry oatmeal tonight, and um, blueberry oatmeal meth. That's, yeah, uh, pretty much. I've never heard that's that. Serious, that's a serious side strain. All right. Go yeah, on, yeah. Well, you know, you gotta set yourself aside. And then make a like you know make it your own kind of thing. 
so it's great. Um, I played <laughs> embarrassingly. I, I still played a little bit of Tap Titans. I want to kill myself because of that. Wow. So I decided You're to move. Welcome. You're yeah. welcome. So I decided to, to move. I'd be playing it right now if my battery wasn't low on my phone. So or low enough where I don't want to play it. Um. So that's that's wonderful. A waste of. We even played multiplayer Tap Titans together. Yeah, that happened once. That that it really happened, happened a couple times actually. One time it was you and John. Yeah. Playing that was probably the the low point of my life in a way. Um, but you know whatever. It happened. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much. I, I think it's just about out of my system. I've been playing it less and less each day. So. So that so that's good. The um. So I decided to take a step up. Um, I actually did play some um, Arkham Knight today, finally. They have a Batman Beyond skin, which is kind of awesome. Um, so that's cool. The um, I started playing some of the Harley Quinn levels. I kind of like her psycho vision and everything like that. Like That's not too bad, but it was like, really confusing to look at Like when you're doing that stuff, and I did really poorly. Um, but, you know... I just wish they'd bring back her original costume. Yeah. The original look was a little bit better. No, she just looks like a juggalo. Yeah. (laughs) Or juggalette. Don't say that. That, That's upsetting. Um, And I played um, Kung Fury, the video game. Booyah. Infinitely better than the big movie they put out. Um... and at first, I was a little bit upset. I'll be honest, because I didn't realize it was just a when I when I started up, I like I loved the look of it, and everything. I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun. And then I realized it was just a push left or push left, push right to attack. It's a controller version of a tap game. Yeah. <laughs> I I would take issue with that. I would say it's closer to a rhythm game. <laughs> it it is. Than it is a tap you game. definitely have to have a have a rhythm to play it well. Um. And I once I got that, I started like you know playing and getting into it. And everything it was definitely a little bit more fun. But it's definitely like there's different bad guys, so they have like a different kind of pattern to them. So you have to figure that stuff out and your spacing and like when to go right, left. So it, it's actually there's a lot of shocking strategy to it. It's not too bad. Um, it's a buck ninety nine. I, I don't hate myself that I spent a buck ninety nine on it. It is fun. It, overall, it's a score chase. That's all it is. Um, it's very simple, but it like you know they add more complex characters to throw at you and stuff. Um, but in the end, it's an 80s style arcade score chase. Um, so that's fun. I kind of like that kind of stuff. I love the presentation. The graphics are very like uh, very like old school. Um, the way they have <laughs> they actually make it look like it's a curved old school um, 80s arcade cabinet tube. Well, in fact, when you boot the game, it actually goes through the ROM check that a 80s yeah. arcade machine would do. Yeah, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, it, it's it's a really neat presentation to it. I really I really dig it. Um, it's a fun little diversion. Two bucks, you know, you can do worse with two bucks. Um, definitely not for anybody. If you watched a if you watch Kung Fury, one thing I will complain about: they really should have had some voice samples in the game. They should have had some like downsampled, like, that scratchy 16-bit-ish kind of stuff where, like, you know, where he was just going, like, my job, like, over and over again or something like that. 
like stuff that was actually like in like those kind of games. I'm, I was missing that a little bit. Um, other than that, I mean, that's I had no complaints. All right, so I have I have two majorly important questions for you about sure. this game since you've played it. Uh, number one, did you find the David Hasselhoff poster in the game and die in front of it? I did not find the, the Hasselhoff poster. I saw that he was the number ten scorer. Yes. On there. Uh, that is a trophy, by the way. An easy trophy. And right. then secondly, have you missed a hundred times in a single game? Oh, no, I have not. That is another very easy trophy. Just That's totally hilarious. They can't catch you. You'll find yeah. the Hoff poster as well, by the way. That's hilarious. And the, the I think the thing that amuses me the most is the first time you boot the game and start playing, and it will come up randomly after that also, but every time, the first time, the background music sounds like Knight Rider. I thought it sounded a little familiar at first. Yep, and so I thought that was really cute nod to David Hasselhoff being working with them and stuff. So that's awesome. So if you were so so break it down into our three bullet points uh gameplay, presentation and um God, I don't even remember at this point what my criteria <laughs> is. All right. Nice. What would you what would you uh, uh rate it as? Um overall I'm actually gonna give it a seven just because it's addictive. Um, I do love the presentation of it. It's got a, a great old-school presentation to it. Um, the gameplay is very simple, overly simple. It's not something you can pour hours into, but it is something you can lose, like, you know, an easy, like, in-between stuff. Like, you know, oh, I'm not ready to go upstairs yet. I need 50 minutes to kill some time. Boom, let me go chase my score a little bit. It's something you're going to go back to. It's something I'm going to go back to. Um, so I know why I'm having a hard time thinking what the third pillar is because it doesn't apply in this case, and that's story. There is no story in this whatsoever. No, story but, is what's he doing? Well, there's not really a story. My job! Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd probably give it an 8, honestly, because... Uh, it, but unlike what you said, I sat there and after I figured out what the game was, I immediately lost like two and a half hours to it. Trying yeah, to chase I, I just didn't... I probably would have if I actually had that time. I did not have that time today, so... Yeah, so I do highly recommend it. Probably one of the best bang for your buck $1.99 purchases on the PlayStation, so... Yeah, did it's a any... Did you play anything else? Um, just a little Batman, that was about it. All right. Um, and, and, of course, Jetpack Jet Droid. <laughs> Kate? I did not play Top Titans. I still haven't even tried it. You didn't. You did not download it after our recommendation last week. No. <laughs> I was Good like, for you. Because uh, right now I'm like, I haven't even really played Final Fantasy Record Keeper that much this week. We're doing a lot of reading. Uh, I haven't even gotten Aerith's Crystal yet. Um, I don't even know if I've completed enough levels to even get it. I'll have to do that tonight. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty easy compared to the other events. Compared to, like, Lightning's event? Oh, way, way easier than Lightning's. Uh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. It's just I've been slowing down this week on it. Um, although I did play it a lot on Sunday because it was level day, and I got quite just up to 65, and, you know, a couple other people closer to 65. Um, 
I played a little Dead or Alive Extreme, and I created a Japanese PlayStation account. That was Ooh. fun. Uh-oh. That was, like, I was doing it with a friend. We were talking on, like, Facebook chat, and it was just, like, that was fun because I, I can't read Japanese. I know, like, a few of the hiragana or katakana. I don't know any kanji. But I was just like, what is it asking me to do? I don't know. So I muddled through that. I figured it out. And I'll get to the reason why I created a Japanese account when we get to news. I know why. So, yeah. Uh, By the way, FYI, when you're ready to purchase something, I don't know if you know this already. You have to go through PlayAsia. Yeah, you can go through certain sites where you can actually buy wallet money through them. Like a Jap- like Japanese PlayStation credit. Yep, that's exactly it. It's a pretty slick system. Uh, I have been meaning to do that for a while, I just have not gotten around to doing it, so I'm kind of jealous that you didn't do it. Well, it's funny, Ooh. I was like thinking about, I was like, I should make like a Japanese sounding name, and the name I wound up with was Sarampline JP. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Matt, how about you? Um, Quick and curmudgeon. <laughs> What have you been playing? Uh, not a lot. Uh, I played just a little bit of Tap Titans. I, I haven't even reached second prestige, so it's it's really been minor. Um, Final Fantasy Record Keeper. I got Lightning's thing today, Crystal. Um, I've gotten down most of the way through the first part of the easy, normal, whatever part of the Aerith dungeon, but I haven't started the crystal crawl for that one yet. Um, then, let's see, what else have we got? We've uh, played a little bit of Rocket League, tried to play Kung Fury over SharePlay, and then the internet decided it hated me. Um, played Thomas Was Alone, finished that, got all the trophies for that. Uh, Does downloaded. What? Does it have a platinum? No, it's top one's a gold. Okay, good. Um, the uh, downloaded the latest episode for Tales from the Borderlands. Didn't play it. Um, Heard it's terrible. Really? Really? Like game wise like, or uh, story wise? Really? Compared to the other ones, heard it's it's horrible. I'd be hmm. interested. I, I that's the one I've not I've yet to catch up on. And so yeah, I'm, I'll have to do the new Game of Thrones too. So have to hit that up and see what's going on. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm yeah I'm caught up on the Game of Thrones. I play both of those, so I'm I'm as far as I can get in Game of Thrones right now. Um, uh, I in non-video game related news, I played my first game of the Legendary Encounters Predator, uh, which we got at Gen Con. Um, I know that the system for that is almost identical to the one for Aliens. I don't know how similar it is to the original Marvel one, but it is a lot of fun. It's um, pretty similar, actually. I, I didn't really understand exactly what a deck builder game was until playing it. I, I understand now what a deck builder game is. Um, but it's hard, and it's stressful, and, and we beat the odds by actually winning the big the, the the big win. There's little wins and big wins. And we actually beat the Predator. Um which most a lot of times, especially on your first couple of goes, most people do not win. <laughs> uh it's multiplayer cooperative. You're not playing against other players, you're playing with the other players against the game. So you're not trying to beat your your co players. You your co players are actually your friends and you're playing against the game and the game is 
well, the version we played is the Predator. And it's got different setups. It's got setups for Predator 1 and Predator 2 and has setups for you to play as the Predator or as the humans. So it's, it's definitely an interesting system. I'm looking forward to putting more games into it. It is a ton of work to set up and clean up, though, because you're sorting all the cards back out into their groupings so that you can set it up again later. Uh, it, it's... I mean, between the four of us playing, it didn't take long. It's just kind of annoying sorting everything back out. Um, but uh, other than that, it would, overall, the game itself was very fun. It took us forever because we were learning it, but uh, it was very fun. Um, and I don't think I played any other video games. I, I didn't do my prep work right this week, and I, I don't think I... Oh, yes, I did. I finished the storyline of Battlefield 4. <laughs> <laughs> I, I finally went back and finished the the uh, campaign mode of Battlefield 4. Which and that was, makes one of you. That makes one of me, yes. Uh, that that uh, I found out there's actually three different endings, so <laughs> I don't know if I'll go back into the other two. I didn't two know there was a single but, player in that game. Yes. Yeah, there, there's a single player campaign, which I remember being stuck on, which is kind of funny because I cut through it like a hot knife through butter this time, which is weird. I don't know if it was a patch or what it was, but you must have leveled up. Leveled up, yes. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a horrible story, and it's it's the shooting mechanic of it isn't terrible, but uh, it's you know it was a thing. It was sitting there. I hadn't done it, so I finished it. I I will never ever ever get the platinum trophy for that game now, so I don't even bother worrying about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it, because I, I'm still debating on whether I want to do some trophy hunting in Batman or not, and okay. eh, haven't decided yet. Uh, let's see, I uh, tackled Final Fantasy Record Keeper, got three characters to 65, working on my fourth right now, he's really close, and now I'm starting Aerith towards that track, along with Cecil and a bunch of other people. Um... Tap Titans, I'm about to prestige for the third time. Uh, I'm really close, within 50 levels of prestiging again. Um, played some more Gwent Simulator 2015, a.k.a. The Witcher 3. I am in a high-stakes, or I just finished a high-stakes um, game where they made you play multiple games and you did not get a save in between, so that was a little rough. Uh, because they came with good decks that with cards that I had not even seen in the game yet. So that was surprising because that's all I've been doing in that game. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, also played Kung Fury, a lot of it, really like it. And I also played a little game that came out last week called Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. And I thought I would spend a minute just giving a quick review on it. Uh, the game is absolutely beautiful. It is haunting. The soundtrack sets the mood from moment one and never disappoints the entire game. You do get a little lost at the beginning of the game into what you're supposed to be doing, but then they kind of direct you more towards the end of the game. And it is a little slow. There's not action. You watch events unfold as you uncover them. If you are an impatient gamer, you will hate this game. If you do not mind a little bit slower-paced, story-driven game that's heavy on story, great voice acting, um, then you'll like this game a lot. Uh, I gave it an 8.5. I actually got my significant other 
to play it with me or watch as I played it. She got really engaged in the story as well. She really liked it. Um, but she sees how it could be too slow for some people. So uh, that's made by the Chinese Room, and it is 19.99 on PSN right now. That game was, I believe, produced by Sony, so I doubt you will see it on anything like Xbox One, possibly PC, but unsure there. Uh, but I really liked it. If you like story-driven games and can be a little patient with the movement uh, and pacing, then yeah, go for it. The ending, by the way, not to spoil anything, very ambiguous, so you can kind of draw your own conclusions, which I liked rather than giving me the cookie-cutter Here's exactly what happened. So, lots of ways you could interpret it, uh, and I'm interested to do another playthrough and go for the platinum. So, yeah. Uh, that brings us then to our topic at hand, and we're going to pluck one of the news stories to talk about this. Uh, name of this episode is Guitar Zero Dead, because Activision is soon to be releasing a relaunch of their Guitar Hero franchise called Guitar Hill Live. And the reason I called this episode Guitar Zero Dead is because some new light came about some of the things that they're doing, and it's the horrible stuff that I was afraid they were going to do with the franchise. And I'd like to discuss it amongst the panel. Um, so the pre-orders at GameStop have gone live. Uh, the game launches October 20th. For people who pre-order the game, you'll get a double-sided exclusive poster at GameStop as well as $19.99 worth of in-game Hero Cash. Hero Cash is the currency used to play on-demand songs and premium shows in the new Guitar Hero TV mode. Which means... <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yeah, as I predicted, <laughs> you will get TV whatever mode. comes on the disc, and then if you want to play the Guitar Hero TV mode, you will have to play more real-world money in order to access those things on demand to play. So it's a freemium game you have to pay for? No. It sounds like a cell phone game. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's a premium game. That you have to pay for. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. Freemium game. What the hell is TV mode? So, TV mode, there's two different sections to it. There is a free version, which is a curated content stream of, of songs, but you have to play whatever's there. You have no choice in the matter. Ah. The, the other mode of it is this freemium service, I guess it's not real freemium. It's premium, where you have to spend. They don't know what dollars. Yeah, Guitar Hero dollars in order to play songs on demand, and premium shows. So the premium shows will be more, I believe, of the recorded live band sessions, like what you get in the main game, where you're playing in front of a concert stadium. So they'll have premium shows that you can buy that way as well. Sounds like a, the model for a cell phone game. It very much does. Now, to be fair, this doesn't say whether or not playing the single-player game gets you Guitar Hero bucks or whatever that gets called. Guitar Hero. 
Kateri Hero. Kateri Hero. Kateri Hero. A boxeroo. Wait, sorry, wrong thing. It doesn't say whether or not Hero Cash is only purchasable or whether or not you can earn it in the game. Well, considering you're going to get 1999's worth of in-game Hero Cash, I'm guessing you're going to have to buy it. Well, I mean, you know, that that's true of... I mean, if it's following the, the cell phone or the mobile game model, there's usually two ways to do it. You can grind out the in-game cash to pay for stuff, or you can chunk down the monies. You mean I'm going to have to grind and sh- on my shredder? You're going to have to shred while you grind, or grind while you shred. Click on your clicker. Shred your grinder, or grind your shredder. I don't grind where I click. I only <laughs> click where I grind. <laughs> so like the, a dog, the single, don't break sleep. Uh, so the single guitar bundle, so the game plus one guitar, costs ninety nine ninety nine, And the bundle with two guitars costs one forty nine Which is... But wait, that's not it. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> which is $50 which is kind of, more. Exactly, which makes doesn't make sense because... The game plus the guitar costs ninety nine ninety nine. So you think it's sixty game, thirty guitar, ninety nine ninety nine. But if you want a second guitar, it's an additional twenty bucks. What the hell? That's an extra uh, fifty so, bucks. Well, I mean, no, no twenty bucks. Threw, on top of, they kind of oh, right. kind of threw common sense out the window when they, you know, did this whole cell phone game model because you know nineteen ninety nine isn't going to be diddly squat in terms of money in the game. Like for a pre-order, it's probably gonna like get you like what three songs or something stupid like that. I don't know. I, but, I would but, imagine but, it's but probably you, you also songs, get you, you also get a thirty-day Pandora One premium membership. You do get a thirty-day Pandora One premium trial. That is that is also correct. And previous iterations of the controller not compatible with Guitar Hero Live. Oh, Gee, oh. my in- my interest wow. in I had zero interest in this game anyway, and now I'm in like negative interest. I'm so sad that I'm gonna get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Only beer can make this sadness better. <laughs> yeah, I you know that that's really what I wanted to discuss. I mean, we know Rock Band's model, which is buy the game, get all the songs on the game, and get all your previous downloaded content. And your previous controllers work with the game. And if you want new songs, then you buy them a la carte, and you go well, from they, there. They have a crazy, they have a crazy business model because there's this. There, there's some companies out there that are just like they're they're very profit driven, and I can't fault them on that. They just want to make a profit at all costs. And then there's some people out there that are they have these crazy ideas of. It's insane, but sometimes whatever it can work. You make a customer happy and feel good and enjoy your product, and they actually tend to support it sometimes. Well, well this we, actually we kind of. I'm not sure if I can find any real-world so examples of that actually working. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. As part of Activision's upper management team, we have to let you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> This actually kind of reminds me of two E3s ago when Sony was just like reigns of Castamir all over Xbox's ass. Like this is how that's how Rock Band and Guitar Hero are now. It's like Rock Band's like you want to use your instruments from before, okay? Want to use all your old songs, okay? Guitar Hero's like you can't do any of those things. 
<laughs> so it's just it just is such an epic fail. You know, I, I was like, I, you, you pay us money. You, you pay <laughs> me us money. Me money. Me money. Can, can you tell me about the gameplay, Activision? Me you, money. You pay us the monies. Well, no. You see, the the thing about it is, up until this point, they have never confirmed that there would be microtransactions on the GHTV side. Oh, dude, so we knew. That's what we suspected, but we until now... Come on, we're very educated gamers here. We, we've we, been around... This is not our first radio. Come on. With Activision, you're correct. So <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of interested to see what's going to happen to their their financials because Guitar Hero Live and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 are launching in the same quarter. And I and Tony Hawk looks like garbage. Well, they they re they redid the art style a month it before. It still looks lunch. like garbage. <laughs> My favorite is if you look at some of the shots of the new cell shaded version, people actually like looked at people's hands, and they're now three like triangles that come to a point, like the claws, <laughs> because of the cell shading. Oh my god! Like, it I, looks like, like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater from the PlayStation One. It well, it did before they did the cell shading. It looks better now, but still, still not good. I kind of have to think that this is gonna be the final nail in the coffin for Tony Hawk franchise. I mean, when they try to draw, draw up all this, but, but you know, if we didn't have these bad news kind of features about them, there would be no news. I mean, nobody's pushing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater's resurgence at Activision. It's very quiet, unlike Guitar Hero, which is putting out press releases and whatnot. But still, I, I'm just... So does anybody think that this is a, a wise business move on their part? Yes, because <laughs> people will still buy it, just like people will still play Tap Titans, and I'm sure people have bought tons of money to keep playing Tap Titans. Not anybody on this panel, but other people. People will so go off the name Rock Band... People will still see the name Guitar Hero, excuse me, and they will buy it, and then they'll be like, oh, I have to play more monies to play my game? Okay! I, I, will, I, I think they will sucker a ton of money out of this. I will... The, the only thing that they have not announced yet, which I fully expect to see, is some kind of subscription-based model for a monthly credits yeah. allotment or all-you-can-eat kind of buffet-style to this on-demand GHTV service. Or like a, a season pass, but every month you get money instead of, like, content. Possibly, yeah. And, and if that's the case, you know, it really depends on the breadth of the of the catalog. But I, I actually heard one person predict that they were going to move to a pay-by-the-minute model. <laughs> oh, that sounds even better. <laughs> Okay, if they do that, then they're host. <laughs> uh, you, you know, if it's a party game and you're having a good time and have a bunch of people over, I don't know. I, I That worked very well for Prodigy could... back in the day. They used to remember, remember before there was the like... Remember, no, remember before there was like internet? Oh, 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 internet. I'm like, there were like, like these, what is Prodigy? There was like the... these different services. One of them was Prodigy. And, I used Prodigy, and, sir. It, so did I. And um, 
<laughs> was I ran the Sega community there, and the message boards were pay by the minute. So as soon as you logged into message boards, which was the most popular thing at the time, mm-hmm. you were paying by the minute, and then I was, yeah, you really got fast at typing when it was pay by the minute. <laughs> so go, awkward silence. We we just had a we just had a uh, reader view in and say you bet guys better not be talking about me with tap titans. Thank you, John. No, we weren't talking about <laughs> you. But, yes, uh, no one no one that I know of on the site has spent money on tap titans, so that's good. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. The, the the thing they end their press release with is one of the craziest mislabels of what their experience is. So they say, Party Like a Rockstar, GHTV lets you play along with streaming music video, which is the free version. Discover new tunes and challenge friends to a Guitar Hero Showdown. You can even become an air guitar god with the realistic new Guitar Hero controller. You're not doing air guitar if you have a controller. The controller oh. is just air. It's like it's like the it's like a whole emperor's oh God, new clothes thing. $30 for air. Confirm. It's, like, it's an emperor's new clothes thing. It's like you you activate is brilliant. Believe me, yeah, they'll see it. You just, you just go out there like with a, a naked guitar. Yeah, this almost harkens back to our little John discussion. I was just thinking today. that same thing. Activision is brilliant. Little John charges so much money per non-words. Oh, okay. Least amount of <laughs> words in studio of any for rapper. Like 20 minutes tops to record an album, and then it's up to the producer and the mixers to make the rest of the song. I mean, he has three deliverables. What? Yeah, girl fight. That's it. I mean, slap, slap print it, done. Little John gets paid his $30,000, and off he goes. All right, so yeah, um, yeah. That, that I'll, I'll be interested to see how this launches, uh, especially since it's launching after Rock Band. By, this just sounds worse and worse and worse. By a few weeks. Um, but but I mean, you remember how how divided the community was between Guitar Hero and Rock Band. I mean, I don't imagine those allegiances have lessened any. It's the same I, as know, like console allegiances, right? But I, I do think that Rock Band has one ace up its sleeve that Guitar Hero finally confirmed it does not in this press release. And that Drums. is that you can use, well, not only that, but previous controllers and peripherals. You'll be able to use them with Rock Band current. And I yeah. think that is going to be a deciding monetary factor for a lot of people. So that I'll be interested to see where it goes. The music wars... The plastic instrument wars of 1996 are back, baby. <laughs> now, I I don't recall, and it's nothing about it in, in this press release, but is there an online competitive co-opetition mode? Because it's not a band this time for rock, Guitar Hero. It's strictly guitar. But even in the old Guitar Hero, you could play two guitars. So it does say, well, it doesn't say anything about local cooperative. It does say in this press release that you can challenge friends to a Guitar Hero showdown. So there's some kind of online versus. I miss yeah. that. The online versus is um, you, each player takes their credit card. 
Now, now what or are you just what playing I'm, against somebody else's score, or are you actually playing? Well, that's real- that's what I, I'm almost wondering if they're harnessing the power of Microsoft Cloud to create a ghost image of the other player, and you yeah. play against them ace, you know, non synchronous. Just like in Mario Kart. Yeah, just like in Mario <laughs> Kart. Yeah, okay. so, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's that. So that uh, that brings us then, of course, to the news proper. Who's got my first? Speaking of Mario Kart, that music sounds like Mario Kart. It does. I don't know. News does not sound like Mario Kart. (laughs) Maybe the new Rocket League level looks like Mario Kart. So there is a ton of news this here week. Uh, Kate. Yes. What's going on in the world of Final Fantasy VII? I don't know. I haven't looked at the keep. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, senior management, upper management of Activision, I'm going to have to let you go. Uh, so, something very interesting... I've thought of things. <laughs> something very interesting happened this week. A, a fan-made project surfaced in which they are converting Final Fantasy VII into a side-scrolling beat-em-up with Materia and Summons still intact. Uh, it's cool. It, it is actually a pretty cool project. Uh, I don't understand how they possibly think that they are not going to get a cease and desist from Square Enix on this. Yeah, uh, totally. Even, even though they're not selling it, they're saying, hey, we're never going to charge any money for this. It is just a fan labor of love, but still, it uses... A majority of the copyrighted access, material. Uh, yeah, copyrighted material. Um, you can play it in browser, which I couldn't get to work on a Mac. I don't know if uh, if it, it's up and working on a PC. Um, but then they also say that you can torrent the demo. It's about 100 megs. I will be the first to tell you that I don't, again, know about the PC side, but the Mac torrent has 100 seeds and no transfer movement whatsoever. Like 0.8 seconds. I left it open for five days, and I got under a megabyte of data. So <laughs> there are no seeds, so you're not going to download it that way. So don't save your time. PC torrent, maybe there, there's more volume there. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you can check it out. Uh, I believe it's called Final Fantasy... or FF7. FF, yeah, FF7. Yeah, FF Roman numeral 7 reimagined.com. No, FF7-reimagined.com. Hyphen-reimagined.com. Thank you. So yeah, you can check that out. Uh, Kate! You're missing a big piece of news, by the way. I am? You are. Well, enlighten us, then, before Kate goes on to the next story. Gearbox and 3D Realms. (laughs) We're going at it. No, there was a third studio in there, too. There's a third one. Oh, so you know all about it, Mister. I'm leaving the biggest news of the day off the <laughs> off the docket. What was the third so, one? So uh, it was the other people that were trying to publish. Um, it's not Digital Insight. It was something with an eye. Uh, where are you looking at the story, and then you can just look at the. I'm not looking at the story. I'm doing it from memory here. We're just doing it live. I'll, I'll tell you here in a second. But go ahead. Tell tell everybody what's going on. Okay. So Gearbox. I guess one of the reasons that they did that they wanted to publish the Duke Nukem Forever so bad is that they wanted the rights to Duke Nukem. 
Um, so apparently they won that right to have Duke Nukem. And people were just like, why would they want the rights to Duke Nukem? Like, it's a dead series. The last game was so horrible. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not entirely what it was over. There was a game in development by this third studio. It was an aborted game. So you had Gearbox, uh, 3D Realms, I think it was the yeah, other one. Yeah, 3D Realms and, was the other one. And um, I'm still trying to pull up the story as to who the third one was. But there was an aborted game that this third party was trying to produce and launch, and Gearbox was saying, no, 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 we bought the rights fair and square, you cannot publish that game. And it became this giant legal battle that's been going on for a while now. And right. they settled out of court uh, for it. I'm still trying to pull up the thing. But none of this uh, matters because Gearbox won. Yeah, Gearbox has been declared... And, and why did they win? What do they want to do with Duke Nukem? Interceptor Entertainment. That is it. What? Never even heard of that. Interceptor Entertainment is the... You can keep saying it. I don't know it. Yeah, they're the, the third-party um, Duke Nukem Mass Destruction, an isometric view shooter for the PS4 and Windows PC. Yes, because wonderful. Never going to happen. What is Gearbox going to do with Duke Nukem? They're going to put him into Borderlands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Duke Nukem was made for Borderlands. Okay, but but here's 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 what happened that led up to the litigation. So, basically, in February, 3D Realms announced this game, Duke Nukem Mass Destruction, which was a isometric view shooter for the PS4 and PC. 3D Realms had licensed Interceptor to develop the game, but Gearbox had already allegedly purchased the rights to the IP for Duke Nukem. Uh, before they published their game. And so then, uh, so yeah, there was a lot of, you know, he, you know, back and forth over it, but apparently they all settled out of court, and that game... Borderlands coming up next, that's all we need to know. Well, that, that game then was relabeled Bombshell, an action RPG featuring a female protagonist, and it's actually still coming out. That's the crazy part. This game is still coming out. It just has been stripped of all the Duke Nukem IP and replaced with a female protagonist. That happens all the time. <laughs> uh, well, it does. I mean, I would be interested. I was going to say see. nobody is now out there playing like you know, uh, Gana Gana Sisters, but uh, they are because they just released one. Yeah, and and that has actually evolved into a franchise of its own. That's pretty meaty. Yeah. What did you call them? I I know I butchered the name. Was it? Yeah, Gianna, Gianna Sisters. Gianna Sisters. It is Gianna Sisters. It is Gianna Sisters. Oh, uh, okay. That was close. <laughs> I've never actually so, yeah. heard anybody pronounce it. Give me a break. Uh, no problem. So yeah, that that's interesting. And if that turns out to be true, that will be awesome. But I'm not sure they'll really do that. I mean, if they do it, Duke's it'll be one of those things you have to you have to beat the game on ultra hard mode in order to lock unlock Duke Nukem mode or something. No, like that. no, no, okay. no. He's he's gonna be headlining the next game, dude. Um, before we go to the next news story, you said you tried to um torrent the Mac version. Yes. To beat him up. 
I yeah. just finished downloading the PC version. Yeah, I, yeah. I started it when you were talking about it. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Give me a direct link, people, because gosh golly. All right, yeah. But that was the PC version, not the Mac version. Right, understood, which I could not test because I do not have a PC. But... Let's see if it works. Speaking of Square Enix... Is this me again? That is you. All right. There was some uh, news at D23 that came out about one of your favorite games. Why don't you tell us about it? Kingdom Hearts 3 has confirmed that it's having a Big uh, Hero 6 world. So I guess that's the second confirmation because Tangled was the first and now Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. So Which that's pretty cool. the fact they're going to San Francisco, San Francisco, Tokyo, San Francisco, uh, and, and so, how deep do we want to get into this story? Because I have uncovered quite a bit of information about it, and it's really dark and awesome, but it's also super spoilery. Well, I don't care about spoilers, but I know other people do. So, I guess how, do, how since you care about spoilers, how would you feel? So this is taking place after the movie. Has oh, everyone... it's not going to be a rehash of the because usually in the Kingdom Hearts no. universe, no, it's like a rehash a, of the movie. This is an this is a unique story that takes place directly after the movie. Has everyone watched Big Hero Six on the panel? I still haven't. I oh, really it's do so that. good. Well, just looking at the image kind of is enough of a spoiler for me to kind of get ideas of where this is going. So I don't think we want to go into it too depth. Well, it's either all or nothing because it's, ah. it's kind of, yeah. So Yeah, I just finished right, if downloading. You, if you those. don't want spoilers for this, then <laughs> skip ahead 30 seconds. You have been warned starting now. So you're actually fighting evil Baymax who's gone crazy the one that was left behind in the portal. No way! Yes. And oh, that's awesome! It looks like it's going to be really, really good. So I'm very, very jazzed about this. That they, A, would go down such a dark path in Kingdom Hearts. and well, Hero 6 was the, actually a pretty dark movie. <laughs> you, well, yeah, it was exactly... Like, this is like way more dark. He, he apparently goes insane after being left in the portal, finds his way back, and decides to kill everyone, including Hero. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of harsh. Yeah, well, so yeah. Well, Hero himself was just like, hey, Murderbot. You know, but yeah, that is so, like, true. That's not. Yeah. So yeah. Was there. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really actually that. Announcement alone has made me a thousand times more excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. Because Tangled, meh, I could do without. I still think they're not going to give us a Star Wars or a Marvel uh, universe-branded world in this game, which I don't know why, but I don't think they're going to do it. So I think this is their compromise, because this is a Marvel property, which everybody seems to forget. But more importantly, it was also done by Disney Animation Studios, which means they have all the assets all the 3D assets, etc. So, makes sense to me as to why they would do it. Uh, I have another Final Fantasy story. Well, speaking it. of, I try to play it, but it doesn't tell you the map of the con like controllers. It's on the website. 
Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's on the website. <laughs> You're should, trying to play it. You should be able to button map, map it in-game. That's a complaint. So, just in case you haven't purchased Final Fantasy VII in a myriad of other ways, Final Fantasy VII is being released tonight on iOS, uh, and I believe it's already... Uh, it doesn't say anything about Android at this point. But it's being put up on the iOS store with an interesting addition. And that is God Mode. So, if you've not heard about this, uh, the idea is, is that you can completely turn off random battles so that you only hit the story points and narratively critical fights. And then from there, you're saying, well, if I'm not doing random encounters... How do I know that I'm going to be able to level up and make it through those? And so, to that end, Square Enix has included a max stats or god mode option to make your characters unstoppable. The expected price of this port is $15. What is everybody's take on that? Both the price and, number two, updating a JRPG to make it so that the grindy JRPG essence of a JRPG is now gone. Man, it just shows how lazy people have gotten. Just shows how awesome they are wanting to make money. I uh, I actually you. am really tempted to buy this because I would really like to go through the story again before the remake, exactly. before the remake and this not have to grind everything out. Perfectly mm. aimed at the nostalgic market. Um, people are going to sit there and look at that or like, oh, you know, I'd love to play that again, but I'm not a kid anymore. You know, a lot of people that played Final Fantasy VII, you know, when they were, like, in high school or grade school or something like that, they don't have that time anymore. They're really grinded out like they did back then. So... We're still talking about Final Fantasy, right? Yes. Okay, just checking. But then they have... But they all have, you know, their iPhones and stuff, and they all have their, you know, Android phones. They could sit there and play it on there, and all they have to do is just they would just want to go through the story again and relive that in a nice, easy, convenient manner. That's awesome. That is a Good brilliant God. idea on their part. I Another $15? It's max stats. I wonder if they give you all the materia, too. Ooh, especially, like, summon all. Or, 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 or repeat with Knights of the Round Table, starting yeah. at level one, and just, you know, put the put the phone down for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in this very much, but Turo, you think it's you think it's lazy and people shouldn't do it? I if you want to go for it, but for them to even think of an option like that, it's just it's just weird. Why would they do that? It's a it money play. It's a money play. But same with like the when Mortal Kombat X came out, people were like, "Oh my god, easy fatalities." Yeah, it's the easy fatality, and then you actually have to, you know... You don't like I mean, it, don't it was, buy it. Yeah, exactly. Paying 15 like, bucks for Final Fantasy VII the movie. Well, I mean, I'm not going to pay for it because I have it on my PSP, and I don't feel the need to buy it again. So that's the only reason I'm not going to. But I can see the appeal of just going through the story. Like, see, I, and it's I'm on the phone. Super, I'm super torn because... Not only would I get it on my phone, I'd also get it on my iPad. But then the PS4 version that will come out later this year will have trophy support. Oh, and I'll have to so get that. It's like... 
And, and the worst yeah, I'd rather get the that, trophy sport one. Yeah, but the, the worst part is is that all the progress you have, because I know you've been playing, Kate, on the yeah. PS3, that save file is not compatible with the PS4 version. I don't, I don't care if I have to replay it. With the iOS version, it, it, they've, oh, walled goodness and business. I've replayed that game like nine times, so I don't really mind replaying it again to get the trophies. I will be very interested in that. Uh, so that's that's our other uh, Final Fantasy VII news piece today. Now, Kate, since you've been uh, talking about Kingdom Hearts, let's talk about the other Kingdom Hearts story uh, that came out at D23 as well. Uh, that would be uh, Disney Infinity 3D and Kingdom Hearts 3. How are they that's, the, that's the right story, correct? That is the right story. <laughs> okay, let me just load it up here. <sighs> of course it doesn't want to load. Oh, here we go. Disney Interactive uh, Ultimate Unlock the... Oops, stupid. So the short... The Ultimate Unlock is Sora's Keyblade. Which I don't. I've never played Disney Infinity, so that's like I have to actually read the description of what an ultimate unlock is. Which is so the item that unlocks if the player owns every single figure in the game. It's Sora's keyblade. Single figure in the game. Every single figure in the game. That's a lot. It's crazy crackers. Yep. So. Uh, and they also at D23 gave away special disc that gave you a King Mickey costume. Yes. So. So look for those I, on eBay. Yeah, look for those <laughs> on eBay. And I, this, this just again, kind of reemphasizes that I have to get make a decision on these things, and I'm pretty sure I know what our household has already decided on, which I did not put up as a news story, but we did get a look at the Scooby Doo levels of Lego Dimensions, and the crazy part is that. When you're playing through these Scooby-Doo levels, your characters are cel-shaded, and so if you take Batman or anyone else into those levels, they become cel-shaded too. <laughs> Which is, you know, they didn't have to do that. I think that shows a lot of TLC on the on Telltale Games' behalf, or I always do that Traveler's Tale uh, Games' behalf. So I'm I'm interested. Uh, what's our What's the panel's overall hype level for Disney Infinity versus Lego Dimensions versus Skylanders Mario Kart? I have stayed away from the Toys to Life because I have a collective impulse in me and I do already collect dolls. I don't need to collect any other kind of figurines. If you were going to, Kate, Mm -hmm. what would be the one of those three that you would be most inclined to jump into? Can I choose Amiibos? You can, as a matter of fact. I get, I'd, I'd go for Amiibos, I think, because I think they're cute. It, and we'll come back to that sentiment in just a moment. Dave, what about you? Oh, come on. Do we really even <laughs> need to ask you that question? Well, you know what? I know that you have a boatload of Disney Infinity stuff. I, I do. Um, I, I did partake a little bit in the Marvel version. A little bit? Is there not behind you a deluxe starter set with a ice giant 
and you have to talk. Hello. It should be back there somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. that it's that it's shape the, right on there. The yeah, yeah. The um yeah. But um but I'm not doing that for the next round. I'm I'm at the moment I am not a buyer of Infinity three point So you are not buying any of the Star Wars figures? At this moment, I have nothing well, pre ordered. The game's not out yet. So of course at this moment you are not well, yeah, a buyer. But, but, but I once have pre orders. But I have pre orders on everything pretty much except for Ninjago for the Lego dimensions. But do you have any pre orders on Disney Infinity Star Wars? No. Alright, that's a telltale sign. Exactly. Or a traveler's tale sign in this case. Um Matt? <clears throat> At this point, and I, I'm going to... The answer, uh, yeah. Right. At this point, both Dimensions and Infinity 3.0 are on the dock. Um, of course you can't choose just one. No. <laughs> he said, what are we planning to buy? I'm planning on buying yeah, both of them. So, I did, I did. But, but your point was valid at the same time. <laughs> Uh, I mean, your 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 my my first love being Star Wars and my second love being Legos. Yeah, that that that's that's uh, honestly, I don't think I'll end up playing as much of the Legos as I will end up playing of the Infinity. Um, I think that's actually going to change. I think you're going to play that Portal level and just be losing your mind. And then on top of that, I think your kids are going to watch you play and be like, "What? We well, can take." See, Batman? the thing is, is is if I'm doing like, both, I can't Google? pull. See. see since I'm not Dave and I'm not focusing on just one, that means I can't buy everything. That means I'm going to have to be very selective on on both on what I get. Doctor so Who. I'm getting Doctor Who. I'll get the base set. So did you guys? And that's did you probably guys, it. Did you guys see the Doctor Who level revelation out of D23? That if you all the doctors choose, are there. Well, no, we knew all the doctors were there, but we didn't know how the mechanic would work. So if you're Tom Baker, Doctor Who, if that's the one that you choose to buy, and you die, you become another doctor. Does it go in order? or I, That I can't confirm, but still... No, awesome. I hadn't seen that. Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Also, apparently, if you're in the Wizard of Oz level, and you run off the side of the level, you fall to a secret Kansas level. <laughs> Black and white. So that's kind of awesome, also. Um, Hero, I know Lego you have dimensions. A wall. Yeah, no, that's just a wall because she has a problem with collecting. Uh, no, Lego dimensions on my part. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be Lego dimensions on my side as well, but it may hearken Kate as the sole amiibo selector to know that. If you have a Sonic Amiibo and you purchase Mario Maker for the Wii U, you unlock Sonic in Mario Maker. That's cool. No. Yes. That's really cool. So, I, man... So become Sonic Maker. They are doing Mario Maker so hard, so right. Ba, 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 I am... Ba, ba. <laughs> God, it makes me... sad that I'm getting rid of my Wii U because that is going to be a game that I think would Why be... Why are you getting rid of it? I am making a trek, which I will talk more about on the podcast later. Oh, I was like, I'll buy it from you. 
someone already has dibs on it. Darn it. Along with <laughs> the 11 games. Um, <laughs> now you want to buy one of my TVs while you're here. Let's talk. Uh, so, so that there Konami in Japan. <laughs> they uh, they're crazy, crazy, crazy people. But they have actually come out with a survey that has started asking people what games they associate with Konami and recognize from their brand list and how they would like to play them in the future. So It's the only choice on the list. It's like five I want a Contra cooking simulator. So the survey asks consumers to identify which of Konami's IP they're familiar with, how they would prefer to play each game. It actually seems to me that there might be looking to port older IPs to mobile devices or revive some long dead dormant properties. Uh, Silent Hill's right there. Mm -hmm. uh, it does give people the chance to win $200 in Amazon gift vouchers delivered to you by a Konami ex-programmer who's... Because that's their job now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their Amazon delivery boy. That's, that's exactly it. But yeah... It's an interesting thing, um, and you know, it's again just what are they doing over there? Uh, it's kind of crazy, but yeah. Well, it's being run like a gulag now. Like they have yes. security cameras everywhere, and so on the first page, it asks what uh, Konami video games are you aware of, and it has Suikoden. <laughs> I'm crying inside. Suikoden, uh, International Track and Field, Dave's favorite. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Paradis, no, Paradis, excuse me, Rocket Knight, Sunset Riders, Castlevania, Bomberman, Contra, Zone of the Enders, Vandal Hearts, Mystical Ninja, slash Gomon, uh, Gradius, Bishibashi, and none of these. No Silent Hill, no Metal Gear. No Silent Hill, no Metal Gear. The Kojima, the Kojima stuff never existed. It, it Silent, Silent Hill wasn't Kojima. Well, no, that's, yeah, but the Metal Gear stuff. Well, they had Zone of Enders in there. Zone though. of Enders is on there, and that is definitely... That is Kojima title. That's weird. Then it asks, what have you played? Uh, uh, of Which of these video games have you played at all in the past? I'm like clicking all of them, pretty much, except those weird ones I've never heard of. Uh, and then the third page... Thinking about the games, how would you rate each of the following games based on your past experience? I like it very much. I like it. I neither like nor dislike it. I dislike it. I dislike it very much. I don't know. I can't say. Please don't kill me, Konami. That's and new Sunset Riders could be fun. So yeah, it's it's interesting that they're doing this. I, you know, I just hate that we don't know what they're actually doing. As well. I just wish Konami would kind of die so they didn't keep ripping my heart into shreds about Silent Hill. That we'd never hear about them again. I don't think that would be the case. If they were smart, they'd license, you know, some of these game IPs out to other makers and collect cash on them. But I don't think they're going to. They're do not that smart. Uh, They've proven that in spades recently. They're not smart. I'm so Turo, smart game developer. I know one of the games you've been looking forward to is Rainbow Six. Mm, 
<laughs> Just say yes. 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 So why don't you tell us about the news that has come out this week about Rainbow Six Siege? I have, I have no clue. As an upper management in Activision, you were also <laughs> terminated. Uh, what Matt, happened? How about you? Matt, why aren't you filling in? Uh, it's getting delayed. Hooray! Everything's Great. delayed. Rainbow uh, will not be hitting stores in October on its release date, according to Ubisoft. Instead, it is scheduled for a 1 December release in all regions. Yeah, I, so. I wholeheartedly predict that we see another slide into 2016. Uh, basically, it sounds like they're playtesting. They realize the game was completely unbalanced, and they have to rework the whole balance of the... Basically, reading between the lines, that's what I'm seeing here, is the playtesting proved that the... Uh, it says, co-op experience across all game modes, weapons and gadget balancing, as well as menu and interface navigation are the things they're going to work on. So basically, the entire game. Um... <laughs> so UI sucks, and all of their modes are not balanced. So they they basically are are continuing to tweak the game and redesign the UI. Apparently, so um, the beta is still scheduled to launch on the twenty fourth of September. So whether that will be with the improvements or with the current issues that are being retweaked, we don't know. But uh, if you're signed up for that beta, you still might be getting uh, an email uh, on September 24th, or however you got into that one. I don't remember how the get into that one was. But um, following news this week, it seems that our Lord and Savior to be Yokai Watch is due out in North America on the 3DS on November 6th. I'm telling you, this is going to be like a hurricane. I believe that Yokai Watch will be this year's Skylanders, and everybody be like, "What is this thing, and why have I never heard of it? And how do I get more for my children who are begging?" Matt, Yokai Watch. I'm already getting two Toys to Life games this year. <laughs> um, you know, I've got there. I don't know. There's what four, five, six, seven, twelve 3DSs in this house. So if anybody that's an owner of one of them decides to bite the bullet on that one, hey, great. Uh, it's not anything I'm personally planning on right now. Uh, you know, it does seem interesting. I, I enjoy level five games. Uh, that that's probably the biggest draw to me is that it is a level five game. Um, but everything else about it makes me just say, no, sorry, not not going to do it. Now, uh, my, my oldest is still a diehard Pokemon with a uh, minor in Digimon. Will he go for this one? I have no idea. I'll make sure to post on his Facebook wall, tell him, <laughs> letting him know about it. Oh, he, he's aware of it. He's aware of it, but right now he's more uh, obsessed with the upcoming Fire Emblem duology. Turo, Yokai Watch? No. But it's like Pokemon with ghosts. Nope. Dave? Meant wrong when you said it's like. Nope. If it's not Pokemon, then no. Well, imagine, imagine if the Pokemon game was actually good. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. See, no, he has to actually catch these or buy these rather than, you know, trade, right, trade them. them all. So. Got it. <laughs> Oh, geez, and rice that again. <laughs> I don't want to kill my Pokemon just to get ghost Pokemon. 
and then well, buy Pokemon. With Yoki, Yokai Watch. Nope. Dave? Yokai Watch? I've never even heard of this thing. Nobody's ever heard of this thing. Mark <laughs> keeps talking about it. He's been talking about it since last year, and he's like, Nobody's it's going to be big. I promise it's going to be big. And then last next year, it's going to be big. When it's when it's like being discounted because nobody's buying it. <laughs> we'll see. I, I really don't think that's gonna be the case, but we'll see. I look, this is just gonna crash and burn. Things games like this just never succeed. <laughs> All right. Gotta pay the troll. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I give him points for actually <laughs> saying that with a straight face, but yeah, uh, something. Um. I'm not gonna be. I'm personally not gonna be a buyer, but I'm curious to see what happens. Um, it would be neat to see if it is like the next Pokemon, you know, out there. Um, we'll just have to see what happens, though. People I think if they if they price their blind packs aggressively, making it the inexpensive option for Christmas this year, I think that they will take the market by storm. If when they, is it gonna be coming out? October sixth. So if if that's the case, I think that they will make a huge inroads with the American market. If they price them at a premium, like they are in Japan, because they're so successful, I think that they will price themselves right out of the holiday season. I just I almost kind of hope it fails because I don't want to see the Pokemon proper games move to a model like that. It's, I, yeah, this was this was pure market business intelligence by level five. I mean, it's like they looked at everything they did in the '80s with Hasbro properties and was like, "All right, we got the toys, check. They're collectible, check. We got the cartoon, check. Kids think it's crack, check. All right, let's roll this thing out and look at that. It's a it's a train, you know, a runaway train. It's a you success." Oh, the comics too. Yes, the manga as well. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's the thing is there's no anime here or no uh-huh. no cartoon here. Uh, the toys will be the first time we see them and there's no comic. But they are released, isn't, aren't they releasing the show like on Disney XD or something? They are, but I don't think it's day and date with the... If they were smart, they would have got it, gotten it out ahead of the the, ahead of the game, yeah. So that you could grow anticipation and demand for the product. Oh, there's, there, it's not out yet. the The show is not out. I do not. Well, it's in like it season is out twelve yet. in Japan, but <laughs> well, it's not crap. quite that. It's not quite that far along. But yeah, it is. I want to say game, like the game's in iteration three in Japan now. The isn't game it? is in iteration three, and the game has not sold less than two million copies since version one. So it's a it's a bona fide success across the board. People line up at supermarkets around the block to try and get the blind packs. They have arcade games that people go to that you can get special yokai ghosts out of, uh, which I don't know how they facilitate that here, but it's interesting. So yeah, very interesting stuff. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how that does this Christmas. Matt, um, actually. Uh, well, it doesn't have a specific date on the article I found, but they do. It does look like Disney XD is going to be uh, airing them on the back half of t- back half of 2015. So it should be soon, sometime, which would mean it would be leading Pretty up to the game's release. To, yeah, but they should have had that thing going for the last six months. Well, no, I'm, I'm not disagreeing, but 
it, if it does come out ahead of time, at least that will help their odds. Yes, that is very true. Uh, anyway, what? Yes, what? Um, there's this little thing on the PlayStation Network called a flash sale. Oh, yeah, they have them like every other day, it seems like, these days. Another one? It wow. Does, yeah, so August's flash sale is coming up this weekend, starting this weekend. And I know that they don't have prices on it yet, but can you tell us a little bit about what's on sale for the PS4? Yeah, uh, they there was a uh, an unfortunate or fortunate, depending on how you want to know, uh, talk about it, leak. Usually you don't know these things are coming until they hit. Uh, but we do have, there's a, a list of PS4, PS3, and Vita games, but uh, on the PS4, we will be looking to get on sale. And usually these flash sales are a pretty dang good discount. Uh, Aru's Awakening, which was a plus freebie, if you were a member a while back. Uh, Costume Quest 2, which I never played 2. 1 was pretty fun, but uh, presumably... Yeah, I played 1. I never played 2. How to Survive Storm Warning Edition. Mm. L.A. Cops. I don't even want to know. Mercenary (laughs) Kings, which is a a fun kind of... uh, What is it? Like a cooperative, cooperative Contra? Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Mercenary Kings. What was the pool game that had similar title? Hustle Kings. Hustle Kings. That's what it is. Hustle yeah. Kings. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Mercenary Kings, we have that. And we, we do. That was, a, that was a PS Plus freebie. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a rogue, roguelike uh, for military contracts. Yeah. Uh, Murdered um, Soul Suspect. Uh, I, I, that one kind of got blasted when it came out, so I'm not terribly yeah, sure it, on that one. Yeah, it got sixes and sevens. It was by Square Enix. Um, I've actually heard it's worthwhile playing. I'm interested to see how heavy they discounted. How discounted it is. Uh, I got it for demo, and it was 10 bucks here. I don't know how long ago that was, but it seems cool. Yeah. Outlast Bundle of Terror. I'm assuming that's the Outlast game that came out a while ago. It must have had some DLC, so... It's a yeah, bundle. Uh, RBI Baseball 15, Rogue Legacy, which is a cross-buy, uh, if you didn't get that one for free also. It is amazing if you don't own it. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, Crimes and Punishments, which if you didn't get free, honestly, I tried playing it. I can't really recommend it, but... I mean, I got it for free. I played it for about half an hour, and I deleted it. So, yeah. uh, Sports Friends which if you don't have a uh, PlayStation uh, Move, don't don't bother because that's the only way you can it play it. It is. Uh, Jackbox Party Pack. Now, that's one I might be picking up. It um, is great. We need to do another one of those. Oh, we will in two weeks. Oh, is that oh, you don't know Jack? Uh, well, I won't be there, though. <laughs> well, we might try and stream it. I just don't know if I can... I don't know if I'll have internet Oh, you know what? If I don't have internet, I can't. We won't be doing yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, difficult. Finishing out the the things here, there are some. Oh yes, if you don't have these, please buy them. This one isn't one of them. Uh, the Lego Movie video game. It's not bad. It's not great. But you know, if if you enjoyed the movie and want the video game, it's it's not a terrible purchase. I'm sure it'll be ridiculously cheap. The Walking Dead complete bad. season one. It's not great. Nine out of ten, gamersledge.com. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's a niche game. If you really enjoy the movie and you like the Lego games, you'll you'll enjoy this. If you don't 
like either of those things or both of them, then don't bother. Um, the Walking Dead complete season one. The Walking Dead so, so season come, blah, the Walking Dead season two. The Wolf Among Us and Transistor are all on sale and are all incredible. Um, awesome. So, so yeah, there's also a bunch of PS3 and PS uh, Vita titles. Check out the PlayStation blog for the full list. And Dave. Yes. Speaking of Sony and their plans, they have a little hardware device that they're getting ready to launch in Q1 of next year. What would that be? You didn't read Key Peter. <laughs> oh, no, I read Key. Yeah, he's just telling me. Apparently, and this is actually a little surprising to me because I didn't think this was the case. Apparently, the Morpheus hardware is ready to go. All they're doing is just waiting on games. Wow. Which, that's, again, you know, it's an amazing arc from when we started this podcast till today, but that seems actually smart. Waiting and, for waiting for games? Yes, not launching a half-assed launch for a product. It's crazy talk. I know, right? <laughs> Sony's lost their minds. Or found them, one of the two. But yeah, that, that's I, I'm all for this. I'm kind of glad to know that the hardware is done. That gives a little boost to investors as well to let them know, hey, we've already spent all the money we're going to spend on R&D. Now it's just a matter of everybody getting software ready for the platform. I'm super excited for that. I can't. And, and they and they, they they take the time to s- stab at their competition a little bit too, which I found was interesting. <laughs> but the the production process for the for the Morpheus versus. Um, the Oculus. So I I don't know how wise that is because it's almost like comparing apples and oranges because obviously Morpheus is going to be the low end lowest common denominator most standardized platform whereas the Oculus is going to be a higher cost of entry but you're going to get better tech out of it, you know, higher frame rates, higher resolution, etc. So I don't know how smart it is to poke at that but you know what? Kudos on them for getting it done in advance. Hey, Sony knows more than anybody else that it's not always the best hardware that wins. That is very true, Nintendo. Um, I was talking about so, Betaverse VCS, uh, VHS, actually, but we'll go with that. Oh, the mini <laughs> disc? Or, I thought you meant the mini uh, disc player. My bad. <laughs> Betamax VHS. Most, um, most people listening to this don't even know what those two things are. Wow. So there was a little game that was released uh, about a month and a half ago by a small developer you've probably never heard of um, attached to an IP that not many people are interested in, and it's a game called Fallout Shelter. <laughs> and, you suck at sarcasm so bad. Yeah. <laughs> So they released an info infogram with some stats about the first month of the game. And to clarify, this was only on iOS because Android just got the game uh, last week, if I remember correctly. But in that first month, they had over, over 29 million hours logged into the game. 
82 million babies were born in the game <laughs> in 85 million vaults. Uh, they have all kinds of stats on here. Uh, the number of sessions played was over 1 billion in a month. 1 billion sessions. Wow. The part that I think pisses me off the most is that they showed that 64 million dwellers explored the wasteland. That meant you sent your people out to explore the wasteland. Oh, it doesn't say of that number, but it says 20,953,000 dwellers died exploring the wasteland. So that means that you have a one-third chance that your person's going to die when you send them out. Actually, in my case, it was a 100% chance. I, I understand that. That, that game well, had a mad on for me that you wouldn't believe. When you only have 81 million, almost 82 million babies being born, and you have something on the order of 400 million catastrophes happening in a game, well, yeah. Well, but it, it doesn't say how many people died from the fires or the rad roach infestations. So if you look at just the exploration, you're sending 80 million people out, you have 80 million babies born, 20 million of those people that got sent out die. You can tell that that's a one-quarter turnover rate just right there. Mm -hmm. But there are 120 million fires started, 120 million rad roast infestations, and 41 million raider attacks. All within the I, first month. I actually had 39 million of those. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it, you know, you have the surprising part that I really expected them to talk about was how many uh, lunchboxes were purchased, or at least redeemed for the free ones, and they did not. So I'll be interested to see if they ever release that kind of information. You know this. You know how much money they made. That you know that they had to have made a ton of money on this game. So yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, I'd imagine it had to make a couple bucks. A couple people had to be getting frustrated with that. Probably more than they actually will make with Fallout 4, and that's the sad part. If their numbers keep up to this. I, I have to imagine a lot of people put it down, though. I would be interested to see what their loyalty rate is. The number of people that played more than once, more than five times, more than ten right. times. Because that's the thing, these like these mobile phone games and everything, people are fickle. Like, you know, they jump on a new thing. Like, I, I was I was done with that game in probably, like, four days. I was done with it in a day. Wow, you look like a will of a warrior. No, it was just very uninteresting to me. There wasn't a lot going on, and I didn't care about any of the people, so... You know, uh, that's because you weren't reading all the people who were like either you're getting them the bang. That was those are hilarious conversations, especially when one of them's super depressed. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, just like moping, and they're like, "You want to do it?" And he's like, "All right." <laughs> so Turo. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Have you ever played Faster Than Light? No, FTL. what is that? FTL? Okay, it's a, it's a PC game about piloting a spaceship. It's a lot of fun. Cool. But there is a new game coming out on September 9th uh, called Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. 
and it is a local, local co-op, co-op couch game. Couch game. Cool. In which you are piloting cool. a ship with someone else. Someone else. You can either choose that someone else to be a bot, or you can choose to mute Dave. You can also choose uh, to play with a person live. And so the idea behind this is you may have, think of it this way, it shows a cross-section of your ship, and you can see all the rooms in your ship. So one room is weapons, and another room is navigation. So like a dollhouse. It is like a dollhouse. And Dave unmuted himself, and so we can hear that lovely echo again. Let me kill him. There we go. So it's like a dollhouse, but forward thrusters may be in one room, and side thrusters may be in another one. And so you've got to work with your friend to pilot the ship correctly, as well as move between room and room to track on and fire weapons, etc. Oh my gosh, this is going to destroy some people's relationships that here. That is exactly it. This sounds like one of the greatest games. And here's the thing, it's coming to Xbox One and, and PCs on September 9th. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, I'll get it after I uh, hang out with you guys. That's exactly it. So cool. So that's called Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, I guess the title does match if you play with your significant other. Exactly. (laughs) Sounds Uh, like the most tedious and horrible thing ever conceived. Oh, no, it's going to be good fun. No, that was was, uh, called GoldenEye. (laughs) Friends. Called marriage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Matt. <sighs> yeah. So over on Xbox One, they have this thing called a uh, preview access program, which allows yeah. you to get into future beta updates of the so- firmware and software updates in advance. Yeah, yep. I did that. Yeah. And Yay. so. Today, what did Sony announce? The exact same thing. Hooray! Uh, they, uh, uh, the official name of it is not here. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong thing. Um, but the uh, they are now allowing you to sign up using your PlayStation ID to take uh, get a forward ahead and beta test, basically, new firmware updates. Uh, it has to be a master account, so if you're one of those people who used to be stuck on a sub-account, you can go ahead and go through the process to promote it, or if you're not eligible to promote it, uh, you'll have to work with whoever owns the master account. you have to account. ask mommy or daddy. Yep. Uh, the program is scheduled to start in the beginning... Unless they're deceased. <laughs> well, then you'd be the master account. Not necessarily. Uh, ask yeah. your legal guardian. <laughs> Ask your butler, who is also your legal guardian. Um, the program is scheduled to start sometime in early September. Uh, if you do run into problems, there's supposed to be a way to roll it back. Um, I, I'm intrigued by this, but also at the same time, I would be backing up a heck of a lot more often than I do right now uh, because uh, I, I, we've had formal releases that have bricked consoles before and now you're taking a not fully tested one and installing it on your system. It, it sounds like they've got a plan for backing it out, but... So... Oh my dear lord. What Whoa. the heck? What did you do to Weebs? 
That no, was, that, wasn't no that, was, that was online. That wasn't me. <laughs> it's online. Someone was very upset that they bricked their PS4. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking so, of uh, PlayStation <laughs> didn't like it. My wow. God. <laughs> speaking of uh, uh, PlayStation 4 firmware, the Jesus. PlayStation Insider Tidex has once again tweeted a couple interesting things. The first one being that uh, he's prognosticating that the 3.0 update will release in beta form on September 2nd for the, all those that get into the beta testing uh, program. And said also that the final release will have additional features that are not in the beta. Uh, and then lastly, um, also said one of the interesting things, which is to me is like a duh, that we will see Quantic Dreams' new project at Paris Game Weeks. Uh, Paris Game w- Games Week. Well, that's kind of their home show, so... It, exactly. So, duh, of course we're going to see that there, because they've been silent for a while anyway. So, be interesting to see what they're working on. In uh, our last article that for the day... Second to last, I have some news. I okay, have some well, news, too. Well, why don't you go with yours, Kate, and I'll save mine for you. Uh, well, as many of you know, I have a general live extreme problem. Uh, <laughs> An extreme <laughs> problem? Dead Live Extreme 3 was officially announced. It was announced at the Dead Live Festival they had at the beginning of the month, but they had, like, Famitsu scans this month talking about it. Um, and they kind of had this insidious, genius way of going about... Um, Pick, like, they're not having every single female character in the game and what they're going to do is they released 15 themes onto PlayStation 4 and they're on the US store now and going to be on the Japanese store and the top 9 downloads are going to be the characters that are in the game and each theme costs $2.99 so it's kind of like this insidious genius of it because it's like oh, it's like you got to pay the money for the theme but if you want to vote for a character, you got to pay for the theme. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man. But they all, that's the reason I... That's, this game is the reason I set up a Japanese account. But they also said that uh, there will be no DLC, which I was kind of like, really? For a game like that? <laughs> what are they up to total-wise for, for DOA 5 Final Cut? Oh... It's still going. Like, what was what was the last total count if you bought all the season passes? Just a ballpark. Oh, at least three, four hundred dollars. Okay, I was just checking. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so they said no, they don't have plans for DLC. Only the top nine characters, and I don't know if U.S. store and Europe store votes will count because the game is only going to be released in Japan and Asia. And it's also going to be only released for PS3 and PS Vita. They confirmed that. Like, there's no... As I think as soon as people heard Asia only, Xbox flew out the window because there's only 20 Xboxes in all of Japan. Right. So, some people are upset that it's not Xbox One. I mean, if it's Asia only, it's not going to be Xbox One. That's just, like, they don't even have PlayStations there anymore. They're not... They don't even have, they're definitely not having Xboxes. But, uh, so yeah, it's kind of like this insidious genius, because I did wonder how, because there's 16 female characters that could have been in this game, 
And I, Matt looks so fucking bored. <laughs> I'm not bored. I'm just thinking about so, trying to remember one other thing I want to bring up. I so. was like wondering how they would do the gameplay with so many characters because a dating sim with that many characters can get a bit like just confusing. Because that's oh, wait, what the game so is. It's a, da- it's a dating sim. Yeah. They I call it a sports game. A fighting no. game. No, oh, it's a, I thought it was a fighting game too. No, it's not. Do you, Dead or Alive is a fighting game. DOAX is a dating sim. They call it a sports game because it's volleyball, but it's a dating sim. Oh, 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 oh. So it's Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball 3. Yeah. Got it. And it's a dating sim. Yes. I totally thought it was a fighting game, not the beach volleyball. Awesome. Okay, great. I'm with you. Go ahead. Yeah. So, no, it's the beach volleyball game. Uh, They don't have a release date or anything like that. Uh, They're beefing up their soft engine for it, so the skin's going to look like... And suntans are going to be even better. Uh, But, like, while I think fewer characters are better for a dating sim, because having to manage that many relationships, if there was, like, 15, 16 characters, it gets a little messy. Uh... I'm a little worried that some of my favorite characters will not be in the game because most of the votes are going to come from Japan, and uh, you it's going to be all the downloading themes, Kate. I am. I already downloaded one. I can only vote so many times. Once. That's not what. That's not what the makers say. They yeah. say vote often and vote often. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I'm the only person in the world who's like so super hyped about this. I don't think that's really true. I think there are a lot of people that are creating Japanese accounts for this. But I, I think, think the, I, the main reason, if you follow Dead or Alive at all, the main reason why, well, one of the main reasons it's not come, they're not announcing an American release is Marie Rose. Because she looks like she's 12. She's the gothic Lolita character who has like the really small boobs. Putting her in the skimpy bikinis, that's why it's not coming to North America. Japan! She, she will be in the game because she's one of Japan's favorites and she will get voted in. Yeah. Like, it's no question that she'll get voted in. But it's kind of like... I think Go it's ahead. like kind of a cool... I wonder if fighting games... Of, since Dead or Alive at, at base is a fighting game, even with the Beach Volleyball series, that they seem to be following the Mortal Kombat thing where Street Fighter V is doing it too with doing, like, slow reveals and not having all the characters in the game that could be in the game. So it's kind of interesting to see that it's going that route as opposed to just having every single character. They're doing, like, kind of hyping it up because I know when Mortal Kombat X, before its release, those character reveals were really, really hype, and the same thing's kind of happening for Street Fighter V. Right. Well, you'll have to keep us surprised as you continue your journey along... Japanese account dumb. Yeah. Taro, you had a piece of news. Yeah, it was just two news about two games that are coming up for the Xbox One. Uh, so, on the 25th, the Gears of War Ultimate Edition comes out, and if you pre-order it, and, well, you don't even have to pre-order it. If you play it between the 25th and December 31st of this year, then you automatically unlock Gears of War 2, 3, and Judgment. So, if you're a big fan of those games... It'll be the backwards compatibility thing that they're doing later this year. So only the first one has been redone and everything. So the other and ones are going to be backwards compatibility. There. And you have to play by, what it was it, December 31st? Yeah, you have to play within the, the day of release, which is the 25th of this month. 
and the end of this year, pretty much. If you play that game between then, you'll unlock the other three games, which I think is really cool. I thought that was really neat. Um, and then the other bit of news in my adventures of trying to find which is the best place to pre-order Halo 5 anywhere, uh, any of the pre-order bonuses, anything for anywhere, it's already going to be, you can actually unlock it in-game. So it's, nothing's going to be unique. If you get the Spartan, uh, was it Agent Locke's armor from GameStop, you'll get it later in the game. Uh, by probably unlocking some things, doing a certain amount of kills with a certain gun or something like that. And then all the other skins with the guns from the other places like Amazon and Best Buy and Target and Walmart hasn't released what they're going to be doing. But they already tweeted saying that any pre-order bonus is just going to be unlocked that day. You could actually unlock it throughout you playing the game. So no worries about, ah, I want this one or I want that one or I wanted that special helmet. Nope, you can get it later. So don't worry about pre-ordering the game. Yeah. So Matt, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> you had uh, you had final news story. Um. Yeah. Well, we 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 still have the two on the keep, but I, I had one other thing, and I'm surprised Turo didn't bring this up. But uh, it was announced today that the Xbox titles that are backwards compatible, because we do have to remember it's not everything that's backwards compatible. But the ones that are backwards compatible are also going to support the DLC if the publishers apply for it. So that's cool. I didn't know that. Yep. So the sure. so if an Xbox 360 title is backwards compatible with the one, then uh, the DLC will also be as long as the publisher has applied for it. So. Okay, I'm actually going to cut news short. We're going to move on to uh, reader mail because we are running out of time tonight. Uh, so, reader mail. We have a ton of stuff, a bunch of different oh questions this week. Uh, first one comes from, our first two comes from i22link22i, our frequent question asker. Uh, what companion would you like to have in a game, real animals only? Turo? Dog. Dave? Am I allowed to talk now? Yes. Okay. Does it sound all right? No, you still have the echo. Echo came back. Damn, I don't know what's going on. What's the question? Uh, what companion would you like to have in a game, real animals only? Oh, the weaves. <laughs> all right. Perfect uh, distraction. Nobody would pay attention to me. I'd be able to skate through anything. <laughs> Kate? Cuties. Matt? Komodo dragon. Uh, and I'll take a wolf. Second question. Dragon's blood or beast blood if it came down to abilities? Turn. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Sure. Dragon's blood. Dave? What? Dragon's blood or beast blood if it came down to abilities? Can we explain what the abilities are? Nope. If going on your general video game knowledge, if you had to choose one to ingest to gain powers, well, I'm assuming, blood I'm assuming dragon's always better. Alright. Mm. Kate? I'm going to go with Dave because I am equally ignorant on this. <laughs> Matt? Both. No, Matt. <laughs> You just wanted to give a mad answer. Which one? 
I, I, again, I am totally clueless on what this is. I'm, I'm, I'm totally taking the, the underworld option here and doing both simultaneously. You can't. You have to pick one. No, I don't. Yeah, it's dragon's blood or beast blood, not and. It's or. <laughs> so pick one of those two. You weren't supposed to be a lichen or a vampire You're both at the same time either, but he did it. No, he did. He did not. Come on. Take <laughs> one. I, I can't. I'm sorry. I don't know what this is. I cannot answer the question. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Just pick one. No. I don't know what it is. All right. I'll go with Altered Beast, Beast Blood. Thank you. Next question. <laughs> Uh, Amber wrote in to ask, what's your favorite Final Fantasy, Turo? Uh, it's got to be the first one that I played. And it was, I know everybody loves 6, but I honestly love 7, just because it was the first one that I played. Dave? Tactics. Come oh, man, I forgot. <laughs> oh, you jerk. It's the only Final Fantasy he's actually played, so... Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've played a lot of Final Fantasies, actually. Um, but that's Five minutes of each of them. The... No, but that's the one I played to death. And multiple iterations of it. All the Game Boy iterations uh, of it. Everything. That that I game is ch- just crack. I want, to change, I want to change my answer. No, I'm, you saying can't, you can't, I'm saying 12. Eight. I'm saying 12. Eight. Eight. Matt. Six. And, of course, I'll go with eight as well, because eight was the best. Uh, favorite Game Boy or Game Boy Color game? Turo. Oh, man, there were so many. There were so many. It's full of stars. Okay, pick one. Uh, it's it's skip. skip. Dave. Uh, we're going to have to go with Wario Land 2 for the Game Boy Color. Nice. Kate? Tetris. Nice. Matt? I honestly didn't play a lot of the original Game Boy games, so I'm, I'm thinking really hard here. Um, so that should be easy, then. Well, yeah, but you would think. Uh, probably Oracle of Seasons. Legend right. of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. That's a solid choice right there. Man, those yeah. were, those, both of them are great. Turo? was better than Ages. Turo. Oh man, I can't say Golden Sun because that was Game Boy Advance. Uh, I'm just gonna say Mario Golf and be done with. I'm just, I was gonna say Blue. I'll say Pokemon Blue. All right, and I'll choose Kicks because Kicks was the greatest Game Boy game ever made. That game needs that game needs color. Kicks is nice. a cereal. Uh, okay, so what I'm going to do next is a social experiment. I thought this would be amusing, and then we have one other thing we're going to do to end out the show. Um, this is a social experiment. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you questions. I don't want you to answer them. What I want you to do is figure out where I got it from online. Okay? Question number one. Are the majority of your friends those with whom you play games? Question number two. Do you try to find ways of playing your online game when you're not at home? Three. Are you unable to predict time spent gaming? I think I know the answer. I got the answer. 
Oh, boo, I left one in that gives it away. Damn it. If you're reading the, t- the keep, that's no good. Uh, five, do you feel preoccupied with gaming? Do you think about previous gaming activity or anticipate your next session? Six, do you spend much of your free time surfing game-related websites? Seven, do you spend a significant amount of time outside gaming in activities related to the game? Eight, do you often check gaming boards before doing other things that you need to do? Nine, do you feel your heart racing as you control your character in a flee from danger? Ten, do you feel a sudden rush of intense joy or sense of euphoria and relaxation after an in-game accomplishment? Eleven, do you spend real money on the purchase of in-game items? And number twelve, do you often fear that life without gaming would be boring, empty, and joyless? Where did I get this from? Sounds like it's from a um, some sort of video game addiction website. That is absolutely correct. Uh, I was actually going to go a step further and say that's probably in the newest DSM. <laughs> no. no <laughs> I thought maybe this was part of that, uh, the American it Psychology exactly Association. Like, you know, are you a gambling sort of addict or, you know, that kind of thing? It sounded like exactly like one of those questionnaires. Which I think that this is ridiculous because do you often fear that life without gaming would be boring, empty, and joyless? It's my hobby. Yes, I think it would be the first world without gaming. That doesn't mean I'm an addict. Jeez, it's crazy. But yes, I found does. that. Yeah, I, I found that and thought it was interesting. So that brings us to a brand new segment. Yeah, I, I just like the. Do you spend real money on the purchase of in-game items? I know, right? Automatically, <laughs> it's like uh, there's a lot of people that do. It's called DLC. Despite, so, despite, I agree that that does make you a complete deviant. The, <laughs> I mean, that means like anything you've ever done on the PlayStation. Makes it so you're. I an think addict. they like, mean like you know spending five hundred bucks on like. Armor, you know? <laughs> I think oh. they actually mean spending like two hundred bucks a month on Candy Crush. Yeah, but that's not what they say. Yeah, but that's because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Oh, that. <laughs> so, this brings us to a brand new segment. It's the first ever gamers' uh. lounge. Some video music. game. 20 questions. Ah. You have a total of 20 questions to identify a game. I know what the game is. I know all about the game. You may only ask yes or no answered questions. You must get it within 20 questions. The only other rule is that if you ask me is the name of the game a specific title and you are wrong... You forfeit the game. Ah, darn it. If you're wrong. So 20 questions uh, total? Because I have to write this stuff down. 20 questions total. Okay. From all all four of us. From all four of you. Okay. Who's going first? All right. I got got a good one. All right. (laughs) Is there more than one main character that you can control? Yes. Multiple. Does Turo ask again, or you you can? Oh yeah, you guys go ahead. I figured we would go we would go in order because yeah, that's uh, why I was just waiting for him to like prompt us. No, yeah, go ahead. I already got my answer. All right, multiple characters. Uh, Am I a Japanese developed game? 
Yes. Is this a game currently available as a native current generation game? No. Um, is would this game be considered a JRPG? Yes. You have 16 questions left. Oh, it's my turn, huh? Okay, multiple characters. Is this a Dragon Quest game? Now, if you ask oh. that... Well, I mean, there's multiple... And the answer is no, then you I'm, forfeit the game. So you got to keep darn. titles out. Titles out. No titles. All right. Um, oh crap! What was the uh, what was the company before Enix? Well, Enix before it was Square Enix, right? It was just Enix. It was Enix or SquareSoft? Yeah. Yeah, it was SquareSoft and Enix before they merged and became Square Enix, right? Yes. Okay. That seems like you wasted your questions already. I didn't. No, I was yeah, asking. Because that was a yes or no question. Yeah, no, I was asking. He hasn't asked oh, that's not... anything yet. He's no, no, no. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. On um. Okay. I was wondering if Enix was something else. So what is this an Enix game? Not a Square Enix. Is this an Enix game? I'm sorry. Repeat your question. Is this game an Enix game? Not a Square Enix. Is this an no. Enix game? Not an Enix game. Okay. Okay. Was the music composed by Miki Higashino? Mm. <laughs> he has to look it up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mr. I know everything about this game. I, and I said no. <laughs> But you were slow on that one. Was this game made in the 1990s? No. Um, What was the categorization? Uh, this isn't. This isn't. I'm asking for clarification. What was? Did, did was it just stated? If it's not that a yes or no game? question. Don't bother asking. No, this is just re asking you to restate the or the original statement of the premise of the the description of what it is we're guessing on. A game. You said more than that, but okay, fine. Um, I said a video game. Okay. Was this game released on a console? Yes. Misstated that question. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Raise it back to me. We still got a few more. Yeah, you got 12 left. Okay, multiple characters. Not X-Bone or PS4. JRPG. 
Not Enix. It's not the one I thought from Konami. Well, it can't be PlayStation 1 or 2 either because of 90s. So it's an X. So it's an either it's an 80s or an Xbox 360. Well, it could be a PS2, PS3 game. Well, it's not on a. Uh, well, we know it's not current. It's not current, but the so three. So either 80s or 2000s. Yeah. Okay. So we're down to 80s. So we can ask. So one of the questions could be. Was this okay. made during the 1980s? Yeah. Was this game made in the 1980s? No. All right. <laughs> Aren't you glad you have me around, well, guys? Let's not discount the 70s. I, that, that's where my gaming knowledge gets real weak. <laughs> there were no JPR, JPRPGs in the 70s. Oh, that, that's, I can guarantee that. Well, if there was one, Mark will know about it. <laughs> <laughs> So not 80s, not 90s. So it is a 360 PS2 or PS3 game. I don't think they made any. Well, JRPG. X, yeah, Xbox, well, PS1. PS2 had a gajillion JRPGs on it. Yeah. I think we should try and narrow down the publisher. Yeah. Or the console. You don't want to ask if it's on a certain system. Hmm. Whose turn is it? I guess it's mine. Oh, okay. Uh, was it published by Square Enix? Yes. Awesome. Dave, do you have one? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, did was this game part of a series? Yeah. Did you say yes? You kind of cut out. He vanished off the internet. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Did you say oh. yes? I did say yes, it was part of a series. Part of a series. I think I know the answer. But I don't know if I want to forfeit. I'm wrong. Was the game part of the Secrets? Or Man no, that, that would forfeit. No, no, that would, no, that would forfeit you. No, it's not, it's not asking the name of the game. It's asking that if it's part of a series. That's yeah. a series of a game. Series of yeah. games counts as game. That, yeah, yeah, I asked if it was a dragon. I asked if it was a There's dragon. no way to narrow it down then. Yes, yes there, there is. is. You think about asked, it. Yeah, I asked if there was a Dragon Quest game, and that was like, no, you can't answer that unless you want to forfeit. So it could be a Dragon Quest game, or it could be a Final Fantasy game, or it could be. Well, then somebody else go because I don't know enough differentiators to, and I'm. Busy writing down answers and questions. <laughs> Somebody else go. I don't know. Do you control more than there. two characters? Uh, that was already asked. No, yeah. it said multiple. Yeah, we, there's multiple main characters, but do you that control? That could just mean two. Yeah. Do you yes. control more than two? Yes. Yes, you do. Okay. All right. 
Because that eliminated one in my head immediately. It wasn't a dumb question. You have eight questions remaining. Was the developer actually Square Enix? Yes. Okay. I want to stay away from Final Fantasy. I think that'd be too easy. I'm just going to... Okay. I don't know if this oh. eliminates me or not, since it's oh. not at the title. Does this game have a sphere grid? No. Ah. Okay. Can I go? Mm -hmm. Does this game contain Disney characters? No. Okay, damn it. <laughs> that was a good question, though. Well, I've eliminated that with more than one character. Well, no, Kingdom Hearts 2 had two characters you could control. Sorry, but you asked if you have more than two characters. Yeah, I know, that's DS, why I asked so. that one to get rid right. of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. You can control yeah, Donald. Yeah, I thought he was trying to... I thought I was being slick, and I thought he was trying to, because, like, you know how everybody wants Vagrant Story? <laughs> it's not Vagrant Story, though, because that was in the 90s. So you have five questions remaining. Okay. It's Final Fantasy X. Multiple characters, no sphere grid, JRPG, Square Enix, publisher. Are there, are there mechs in the game? He doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not like playable mechs? My, yeah, like you're, you're asking playable mechs? Yes. Not to my recollection. I don't believe so. I'm 99% sure the answer is no. Is this? I know you can play as multiple characters, but is this game's main character female? No. So not. Not thirteen. Yeah. The only other Final Fantasy that fits in there is twelve. I really like twelve. It sort of had a sphere grid, though. I don't know what you call it, system. Dave? Honestly, I don't know enough about them at the moment to probably pose a really good question, so can I pass? So someone else can ask. You can. I'm just going to start breaking it down here to see, because I think we're in this category. We've only got two questions, just... So three, three more questions? Three, All right. three questions. How many? Three. Three. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 guys, hey. Hey, let's, oh, bend, hey. let's bend the rules here. All right, since I really am not planning on asking another question, feed me one to ask them, and I'll bail out. No, 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 no. <laughs> you eliminate the team. 
Oh, oh! I thought it was a person. No, no, this is a team exercise. You did not explain. Uh, that. Yeah, and I, just, I think we should be allowed to do that because that was an excellent no. teamwork right there. Yeah, it was. Taking no. one for no. the team. No, would have been. Um, and I really think that fits the spirit of the exercise. That, that's nice, but no, it's a team thing. So hey. there's. Uh, was I'm talking to you, Mark? I mean, we basically have Final Fantasy. Uh, well, I have a question. Okay. Was yeah. Mat- was Matsudo involved in any way? Is that your question? Yes. To me, I'm just making sure. Yeah, is Matsudo involved in the game? Yes. Either two options, 12 or tactics. It took more of the Lions tactics because PSP isn't current gen. So, but you kind of ram Tactics is kind of weird. It's like Rams is your lead Tactics character, is not but a you. JRPG. Yes, it is. well, it's a Japanese strategy RPG. Right, it's a strategy RPG. That is not so, a RPG. So it is Final Fantasy XII. Is that Wait, your question? Is that what we're going with? Uh, we have we have two more we have questions. Two more questions. Two more questions. Okay, how do we differentiate from Final Fantasy XII? Like, what can we? And add? from Tactics. Okay. No, it's, uh, it cannot be tactics. He already said it's a Japanese. It's a JRPG. Yeah, but he could consider it a JRPG, though. No, he would be wrong. See, that's the thing. That's that, that rules are rules. Tactics is a separate genre. It's a strategy role-playing game. Is there a bunny character? Yes. It's, oh. is, it, is it Final Fantasy XII? Yes. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. Good job, you guys. As for your first one, (laughs) do our victory pose. Let me twirl the sword a bunch of times. So that concludes our first game of 20 questions. Uh, Do you have a game you'd like to try and stump the panel with? Write it at gamersledge.com. And then, of course, uh, you can always contact us on Twitter, at GamersLedge. You can contact us on our Facebook page. I'm trying to get it to shut up. There we go. Yay. Uh, You can contact us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash GamersLedge. You can also visit us on Patreon if you'd like to support what we do, patreon.com slash GamersLedge. And, of course, visit the website, GamersLedge.com, where you can read writings, see videos, all kinds of good stuff. Um, That brings us, then, to final thoughts which we have music for Final Thoughts now, too. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Final Thoughts, and we'll start all the way at the end. (laughs) It's so zen. Oh, Oh, now we're going hip-hop. So was our final thought just listening to music? Apparently. It is. This music is cool, bruh. Um, uh, uh, this music is cool. Um, oh, uh, yeah, go make sure to play Gears of War if you have an Xbox One. So you can play the other ones. Yay! Dave? The, um, I'm starting to play games again a little bit, and it feels good. That, that's a, a generally good thing to do. 
Yeah. It's hard to do being a dad and play games, man. So yeah. congrats. Yeah, that's rough. Kate, final thoughts? Uh, I want to find the website where you get all your terrible jer- jokes and report it for child pornography so you can't ever go there again. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote these specifically for that reason. Matt! I'm going to report you for child pornography then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be bad. Don't need a Jared. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the spirit of the music, I'm going to go with a uh, Chinese proverb. Uh, when the winds of change blow, some people build walls, others build windmills. Wow. And my parting thought for the day, a panda walks into a bar and says to the bartender, I'll have a scotch and Coke, thank you. Sure thing, the bartender replies and asks, but what's with the big paws? The panda holds up his hands and says, I was born with it. Like Can we talk about how much I hate pandas? <laughs> <laughs> pandas, they eat the most nutritionally devoid thing. They on eat the sugar. Planet. They're kids. They are trying to go extinct. I've never seen an animal that actually was trying to go extinct. They no longer have sex. They just don't. All right. It's just because they don't care anymore. They want to go extinct. I hate pandas. We should let them go. Until next week, game on. Game on. <laughs> Is that a panda? <laughs>